All right, everyone, welcome back to the Forgettables podcast. This is your host, Ahmed Chima, coming to you live with uh, Asa Patel and Rafi Hosseini. Uh, today, we are talking about a subject that is not necessarily um, 100% related to podcasting, but I think it's important at some point to have an understanding of how this works, and that is purchasing domain, uh, purchasing domains and kind of setting up a website for your podcast. So without further ado, I'm not even going to give any more intro background or anything. I know both of you guys have experience setting up websites for your podcast. I'm the, I'm the laggard here. I've set up, I've set up websites for other things. I haven't set it up for my podcast yet. So I'm going to toss it over to, let's start with Ruffy. Uh, and then actually let's start with Asabai. Um, because I know you're, you've had the most fresh experience building a website, uh, literally um, like a day ago. So I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Ruffy, who didn't build it himself, as uh, as Ruffy doesn't do much on his own. So uh, you know, it is what it is. He he found someone to do it for him, and so let's start with Hasabai. Uh, go ahead. Okay, so my ideology is anytime you find a creative domain or a domain that fits your ideology. Um, sorry, I think I repeated myself. But uh, you buy the domain. If it's available, buy it. If there's something similar available, buy it. If there's a business idea you have, maybe you can't do it right now, and you want to do it in the future, buy it. Just, I mean, and they're not expensive. I mean, I understand if you have a, you know, a really tight budget and you can't just buy domains like that, that's fine. <clears throat> but I mean, I think setting aside $200 a year for a domain. I mean, yeah, after 10 years, you would have spent 2000, but if one of your business idea takes off and you make $2,000, you've mm-hmm. done more than enough. <clears throat> so buying domains is like, honestly, it's like buying property at this point in time. I'm not saying domains are going to run out, but dot coms, there's not saying few, but if there's like an idea, for example, you have an idea, it's called redchair.com and you Ooh. buy it. Ahmed's about to look up if redchair.com is available. <laughs> I'm on Google domains right now. Yeah. So if redchair.com is available and uh, you purchase redchairs.com and let's say five years from now, not available. Five years from now, some singer clown sits on a ch- red chair and all of a sudden red chairs get into style. Now you have that domain. You can demand money let's say some furniture company like Sealy or whoever makes you know sofas I don't even know who makes sofas they're like they want redchair.com you have something available that they want yeah redchair.com is not available I think on godaddy.com if you go on there it shows you how much you can pay to like you know rent. what the heck $12.50 plus $12 a year that's not that's not so bad but I mean that's still expensive um but uh, yeah, In I was general. just showing. So for the audience that's not aware, like we went to Google domains. So one of the platforms you can use to buy domains is called uh, Google domains, domains.google.com. That's what I use. Um, I personally, <laughs> um, sorry, I just saw an email that uh, I sent. <laughs> I have my friends. <laughs> sorry. All right. Sorry. Like I, this is like a bad podcast moment. This is what you don't want to happen in your podcast. So I have my like, I'm on my Mac and I have like my messages up and it's just like on the side and it just popped up. My friend just sent me a funny message and I just read it as I'm speaking. So let me close that out. But um, 
so what I so what I yeah you were talking about Google domains is one of them and yeah Google domains GoDaddy Go uh, even Squarespace uh, you can do hosting and you can Every, buy domains everywhere. all all of the hosting ones so what is the other one I use I'm trying to remember the one I use to make websites oh crap it's popular can't remember right now Wix WordPress 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 you can buy domains on there as well although their domain like what's it called retention fees are pretty high compared to Google domains. Google domains seems to be like one of the most economical ones. Yeah, Google domains is like 12 bucks a month for- 12 um, bucks a year. Sorry, 12 bucks a year for most, uh, most .coms you can get for that much. IOs uh, cost about $60 a year. Um, hmm. .co costs like $30 a year. They have different prices, but, and then they have like these random ones where like if it's a popular, um, uh, if it's like something that so in this example we just looked up redshare.com redshare.com is not available on google domains but they have redshare.net available and what it's showing is that this domain is going for $1250 that you'd have to pay up front plus that $12 a year now uh, you're talking about property right that's the same thing right like if you have a property that people want it's supply and yeah. demand right like people will be willing to pay you for that stuff. And so even if it has no utility to you now, there's a chance. And I mean, it is a slim chance. I'm not saying that you just buy a domain and then in a year or two years that you're going to make like 10 grand on it. It's probably not going to happen. But I know there are people that have legit businesses where they just flip domains, right? Like they just buy yeah. a domain at one price and then they'll sell it and they just do this at scale. And so, yeah, they don't make like, millions off each domain but you know if every domain you can sell for a thousand dollars and you have you know 500 domains you're making money you know what i mean well it's like the one kid in some south american country who bought google dot whatever the country's you know acronym is and google like paid him a thousand dollars to get the domain back oh yeah yeah <laughs> he, he could have dang yeah, I, if i was him i would have basically basically the domain right lease expired and they forgot to renew it <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> um, and the, I think it was a thousand dollars. I don't even remember. They didn't pay him much if I'm mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. But like, you know, the other day I was uh, a few months ago, I was talking to one of my friends, I was like, you know, he's uh I was like, You should start selling sheep and goat. Uh so he's like he was just he thought it was a joke. So within within ten minutes I had a website up and running and ready. <laughs> and with a picture of him standing in front of a, a field of goats or something like that. And there's different pricing for the goats and sheep and stuff. And this guy couldn't stop laughing. He's like, my God, he's like, how long did this take you? I was like, 10 minutes. I was like, I bought the domain. I made the website and we're up and running. And I made it on one of the new options that Google gives, which is Google Sites, which is free. And you can make a pretty simple site on there. Hmm. Um, then, uh, then what's it called? Um, then the other day we were talking and I said, uh, roughyhusseini.com. And I was like, I looked it up and it was available. So I, I bought it. I made a website and if anybody's interested, you can, you know, and if you live, especially in the Michigan or sorry, Canton, greater Canton area, um, Ruffy does offer some, you know, collaborations or um, touring options. So if you, if you do want to go for a local tour of the Canton Muslim community, Ruffy does offer tours. They generally range from 50 to a hundred dollars per hour. Um, they'll show you the MCWS mosque. Um, he'll show you the Mac building. He'll take you to the local halal butchers. He'll take um, you to the gym. You to, he'll take you to the gym. He'll take you to a taxi stand. Um, he'll take you to the local mire. Um, you have to pay for your own groceries. He's not paying for those. 
and then he might take you to Saeed's, uh, what's it called, halal market. And uh, there's there's going to be a premium cost, but I will take you to Chima's house as well. <laughs> that's um that is a, a adult like that's an extra premium price but yes that is part of the premium package yeah and uh, it'll will be come 12 50 dollars plus 12 dollars a year yeah and then timo will come out wearing his detroit red ring shirt yeah that's uh, a helping hand t-shirt by the way show him the sleeve Timo. the heck this is detroit red ring shirt with the helping hand logo yeah they did an event with the red rings what Ruffy's idea. Uh, that's that's actually pretty smart. I didn't expect that much from you, Ruffy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's uh, let's uh, get back to the uh, the topic at hand. Uh, Ruffy, why don't you share? So we we talked a little bit about the domain name process. Uh, I, I definitely I want to add one thing here, and that's if you don't have your name's domain, and you have an online business or you have an online presence of some sort, I think it's a really good investment to have at some point. Now, if you're a podcaster, you're a creative, I think it's essential. Like you have to have it, uh, just have it and park it. Like you don't need, like, I don't think you need to put something on it necessarily. You can have a link tree or whatever, but if people are searching your name and it's going to some person in another country that is doing something else, like that's a wasted opportunity, especially if you had that option and you were just, you were just too cheap to buy it. You know what I mean? Like now you're giving, when people go to your, they're searching you, they're going to find this other person, right? And so uh, I would highly, highly recommend get your domain name uh, for your name. Uh, and, and like, you don't necessarily have to put stuff on it, but just uh, if you do, I think it's a net positive for you. Just do like a link true type thing, linking all the different projects you're working on. Uh, you can use it as like an online resume. You can do a lot of things with it. But if, if nothing else, just park it and uh, make sure no one else is kind of taking your space. Well, now, well, well, something I did is, uh, so my podcast is called The Straight Pad Podcast. And within two to three months, some clowns, they made a podcast um, called Straight Pad Podcast. Um, and, you know, made a YouTube channel. They don't have a following at all. Their work is practically crap. Um, and they release one episode every like five months or something like that. But Thanks, uh, savage, you're going off on them. <laughs> but no, my cousin, what she did is I was she was helping me with my Instagram. So before my Instagram handle used to be straight five podcasting, she changed it to something else. And when I tried to go back, it was gone. I was like, what? And so now my Instagram is the straight five podcast. And uh, so I had already bought the domain straight five podcast. So I went ahead and I bought the straight five podcast as well. I was like, I'm not going to give these guys an opportunity to take any claim over the name. They can use it for their YouTube or Instagram or something like that. But aside from that, they can, you know, these losers can try. Yeah. But I've taken the main property. That's, that's the, um, that's the exact point that I'm trying to get at is like, you don't want to leave that opportunity for someone else to actually take that from you. You know what I mean? So that's a good example. Actually a, like, a, like an actual story that, that I know of, uh, it's a, it's a bubble tea place that opened up here where we live in Canton, Michigan. Now, their name of the shop is Canton Bubble Tea. But if you Google Canton Bubble Tea, that domain is owned by another bubble tea shop. So when people go people go with Canton Bubble Tea, the domain is going to take them to the other bubble tea shop. And, you know, as you just mentioned, that now that opportunity is kind of gone. Like, I don't think they're going to buy it out. But it's really important to have that 
name. As soon as I mean, again, it's not gonna cost you much. Chima probably has like 50 uh, domains that he gets reminders to like renew every year, even if he uses it or not. Asa probably has like another hundred. I probably have like two. So it's like something that definitely like it's just gonna take you a minute. Any idea, any name comes to your mind, go ahead, buy the domain, and just sit on it. You know, it'll come in handy. It may not. You know, it's it's not costing you anything. But if it does come in yeah, handy, then just you to, will be protected from these kind of situations. Just to touch on that, me and me and Asafai were having this conversation the other day, and I actually went through and counted how many I have. So I have with this one I just bought right now, it's forty-five, and so it comes out to about six hundred dollars a year that I'm spending on just renewal fees. Uh, but I definitely think it's worth it, and I think having that is um, it's an investment, and if nothing else. If nothing else, if you don't get anything out of the domains, what you can uh, rest assured you will have is that anytime you go to domains.google.com, it'll remind you of some of these ideas you had, uh, and hopefully it'll give you that little spark to actually get something going. Uh, all right. Now, Rafi, actually building the website, why don't you talk about your process? So I built one website so far. That was a for a cookies, a, someone who sold cookies from their house. And uh, when I first started off, I, where I was just exploring my platforms and I was talking to team. I was like, Oh, what should I do? Should I do Wix? That was something I was really familiar with. And then I was like, and team, I was like, no, let's move, like move to Squarespace, a lot more integrated, a lot more smoother process. So I went with Squarespace and then the whole process kind of like for me personally, was a learning process. You know, I, I used to bug Chima a lot, Chima, how to do this, how to do that. And Chima would be like, here, go to google.com. And you know, that's how you kind of learn, <laughs> kind of went back and forth. But the whole process of building a website is actually like once you get it down, you know, I mean, as I talked about the uh, Google site, which is free, which is really, you know, it's like a simple template, you build it up, but building something from scratch, if you actually know and you learn and you understand the back end of things, it's very easy. I think the value in it is so much that compared to the time that you put in, even to make like the best website, your value that you're making, let's say you sell that or you're working on someone is like three, four times more than the time that you actually put in. So definitely, you know, once you have that domain, you literally start building up on anything, like any, it could be a template that you can customize, you can build from scratch. It's very important for you to understand. Either you can do it by self or as Chima and also, you know, they sometimes like do it as well, like outsource it to people that know how to do it. And, you know, they'll still save you a ton of money and a ton of time, but it is definitely an effective way to get yourself, get your name, get your brand out there. Yeah, uh, I was actually talking about your podcast website. Can you talk about your process there? So, yeah, for that, I didn't build it myself, right? I outsourced it. Uh, but the thought process in that was like, now, whenever I have a podcast, uh, whenever I have an episode coming out, I have people going like, oh, do you have a website, this and that? And I was like, no, it's a process. So what my current website, again, it's not live yet. I think it may be live. I don't remember. I'm, I'm not really up to date on the website myself, but it has my episodes. It has the guests that were on the episodes and some info about them. It has like, it has like an area of resources where I have like certain articles, certain research based articles that's on there. Just basic stuff. You know, for me, it's that website. The, the only purpose that website is exists is because it should be able to provide value and people should be able to relate to the content that they're listening in my podcast episode. So it's like, let's say if, they, if they're talking about uh, water or sleep or like, let's say calisthenics, 
So that when they go to the website, they should be able to find resources. They, they should be able to find guests. They should be able to find certain videos that I talk about in that podcast, just so it's more organic for them to like, just to have that visual of what I'm explaining, you know, what the process is, why do this, why do that. That's really the purpose of why I have the website for a podcast is so people can relate. And it's not like I'm selling anything on, you know, so that's, that's my thought process of right now for the website is like, people should be able to relate the content that they're listening to in actual visual format and be able to practically see it. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is how did you go about actually getting this made? Can you talk about the process? And I'm on it right now. It is live. So you have a couple, and, and I think this is important to know. So you talk through your process, but real quick, it should be listened to our podcast, not listen to our podcast. And then if you go down all right reserved, it should be all rights reserved. It's just like typos, uh, small yeah. things like that to yeah. have to watch out for. Go ahead. I, I, I think you accidentally made it live. Was uh, it, is it not supposed to be live? I didn't touch anything. No, I remember, remember we were talking about how you made it live. And you're like, I think I made a life. I was like, I don't know, but I think it, it is. But again, I haven't really marketed. So other than you and probably us, nobody really knows about it. Because I know I have to fix this, a lot of things in the back end. So for me, it started off with like finding the person on uh, Fiverr. You know, we talk about, I don't know if you talked about Fiverr in the past, but maybe you should in the future. Uh, I told them what I was looking for. And on my end, all I had to do was purchase the domain. Uh, and I was specifically looking for Squarespace because that's the platform that I'm familiar with. So whatever he was doing on Squarespace in the future, when he was done making the website, I would be able to go in and figure out stuff myself. So I was like waiting. I was like working with him. I sent him the episode links. I sent him the layout. I sent him exactly. I sent him basically the page by page details. This is page one. This is what I want on the homepage. Page two. Under resources, this is what I want. Under guests, this is what I want. Under episodes, this is what I want. And it took some process to go back and forth, back and forth. And I think it took about like two to three weeks till the actual, this, the website where it's at right now is made. And even then I've realized like uh, the, the Squarespace package that I have is not compatible with what I'm looking for, which is basically updating the podcast and, you know, putting some, connecting some checkout options, some portal options. There was like, with like the newsletter. So definitely that's an option that you would need to look for when you're building your website based on what you need. You know, I, I definitely want to send out, start sending out newsletters. Definitely want to like update the episodes. But right now I haven't done that with the package that I currently have. So I'm going to move forward on that. But that was really my process in the back end. Is like I reached out to someone. I literally gave them every single thing basic to start off with. And once you started building on, I went on doing the modifications that I needed to where it's at right now. Got it. Yeah. Thank you for the info. You want to hit us with key takeaways and then close this out? Yeah. If, uh, well, I'll, I'll just hit like one major key takeaways because we really talked about stories is that just buy the domain, <laughs> you know, any name comes to your mind, purchase it. That's the basis for you. You can, you can build a website, but if you don't have a domain, you're not really official. You're not really legit, you know, because you, you'll be taken through like different platforms and different uh, sources that you create the website on. That doesn't look legit. You know, for example, my wife, her photography is on like, it says dot dot photography at a Wix site.com. You know, she doesn't, I don't think she has a proper domain for that. So that's something that you'd really want to avoid when it comes to certain things. It doesn't really 
matter as much in the short term when you know people know you you're not as big but once you're actually growing that plays a role so to look into domains there's not only value in you purchase you having it but also value that if you have it and someone else is through that business then you can make money out of it as so a domains are, i think in my opinion a little bit of something that's overlooked when it comes to website marketing and putting yourself out there All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.